What is up? What is up, guys? It's your boy Alaska. We'll see you come on, guys, with another podcast reporting live from Makati. Hopefully, you guys, doing good. Hopefully, you guys, do well. I have not made a podcast since December 28th. I realize it has been a couple days, and I decided to come at you guys with another podcast on, I guess, a couple different things going on. Um, but obviously, I want to give you guys uh, primary tips, um, tricks, um, and obviously, again, shouts out to Alaska Financial Coaching Services. Um, obviously, it's an Alaska-based LLC where we provide, again, financial coaching, life, and travel consulting. So those are things that you are interested in. Are you looking at traveling outside the country? You're looking at really changing your life, redefining yourself as a man. Maybe you have problems with women. Who knows? All I know is, is you know, I, I specialize in these things, financial uh, uh, services as well. I set up budgets. I have a program. Um, if you guys are looking at that, shoot me an email at K's and Kangaroo, C is in Charlie, dot P or P I E R at gmail.com. And we can go ahead and jump into it. So let's go ahead and get into this podcast, grab a menagerie. Let's go ahead and break the things down. So, yeah, it was a pretty good New Year's for me. Um, obviously, I spent time with somebody. It was nothing special. I mean, it was just. You know, so it, basically, I don't, I don't do relationships. I don't do marriage. You guys know this already, so you kind of know the answer to that one. Um, it was just obviously somebody that I see casually, and you know, we spent time, and I went about my business. So that's pretty much how that uh, time went. Apparently, Manila had a lot of fireworks after midnight, but I slept like twelve thirty. Um, so basically, I stayed up to see some of the uh, fireworks, but then I went to sleep. I pretty much did not stay up at all during that time. So. Yeah. Besides that, um, I you know I've been taking it easy in the New Year's. I closed a new client for my business, which was great. Uh, shouts out to Wally. Uh, looking forward to working with you, man, and uh, really getting you on a path of travel freedom and uh, to have you know your own entrepreneurial mindset and to live life to the fullest in 2023. Get out of the U.S. And that's another thing as well as I've been getting a lot of inquiries on people trying to leave the U.S. because they realize that the gladiators already at the door and that. It's almost too late to leave the U.S. Like it's getting to the point to where it's going to be soon too late. Like the ticket prices are getting so high to, you know, to where people aren't going to be able to leave soon. So guys are like, hey, man, within the next three to six months, I'm getting the hell out of wherever I'm at and I need you to help me. And, you know, I've been helping them really quickly. I've been really getting them a lot of progress and I've been getting them on their way to get the hell out of wherever they're at. Right. Where they want to go. Right. To live overseas because the quality of life overseas is a lot better. One of the biggest tips I wanted to make was this podcast of, uh, and it's going to be different topics, but this one I wanted to start with was, uh, you know, some tips leaving the, the whatever country you decide to leave, especially the West, like U.S. and Canada primarily. If you plan on leaving these countries, you need to make sure that you have some type of savings. Well, I think that's one of the biggest things I think people don't do. They like to go abroad and they'll be like, hey man, I was out in a DR for six months or something or Mexico, and they're like, yeah, man, I used all my savings to just be out in Mexico for six months. So I got to go back to the States and make all that money up again. I'm like, you realize that you're not going to have the opportunity to do that moving forward in 2023. Like, it's not going to be easy to go on vacation or to make the move overseas. You think you got it good. You only get into six months of savings and then you got to turn back around and get a job in the U.S. and start all over again. That shit is no moss, man. If you're moving or if you're going abroad and you want to stay abroad, you are staying abroad. You are not burning through your savings and going back. So you need to make sure you have a prominent amount of savings. But not only just the savings, you need to have passive income. 
even if it's a thousand dollars a month that thousand dollars a month in mexico will save your ass 10 times over and you could have a nice little place to stay at also and get all your utilities covered so you need to understand you need to have passive income a lot of people don't understand this they think oh i got 50k in the bank i'm okay that's not true at all you could burn through 50k pretty fast you know especially if you don't have any type of passive income you're going to keep dipping into that savings to make all your payments for plane tickets food uh, rent continuously yeah you probably got about a year uh, more than three years worth of rent or more you know if that's all you're paying right because in mexico it only cost me ten thousand dollars in one year to pay for rent and that was in the highest spectrum on the lower spectrum i probably could have kept it at seven to five thousand dollars for a whole year if i wanted to live in like a you know small little studio apartment or something um but i stayed in a house so i paid a lot more in a gated community so i had security um you know I, it was in a nice area uh, you know, across from the gated community was a workout area, had a running path, pull up bars, uh, gym equipment, numerous things on the path. Um, so it basically was like I was paying for the community pretty much. So it was a good area. I love that, in, you know, in Cancun, Mexico. So that's one of the biggest things you got to have that passive income on. You've got to have that passive income. I think guys don't understand this. So then they go abroad, they end up penniless broke as hell. And then they're back in the same situation. In fact, they're, you're this year. If you try that, you're going to be worse off this year then you are pretty much gonna be last year because last year you could do that right you, there was another chance to redeem yourself this year that's it's not gonna be as easy you need to understand the economical standpoint won't make it easy for you so you need to make sure you have passive income there's too many remote jobs which i don't understand why people aren't taking these you could go anywhere in the world there's so many remote jobs available right now and nobody's taking them i just don't understand why what is the reason Oh, I don't want to work behind a computer. Okay, then. So you'd rather stay in the U.S., work a crap-ass factory job or a warehouse job and expect to survive with the rising economy in the U.S. Or you can go somewhere else where the quality of life is better, you're paying less, and then you can actually stack up your money and all to where you can go to whatever country you actually can go to that you want to go to. Why don't you consider that? So that's food for thought, man, when you're thinking about um leaving the u.s man is definitely have that passive income number two gotta have an emergency plane ticket out man gotta have an emergency plane ticket out bear uh you know essentials if you're gonna leave the u.s you need to still have basic essentials like flash i got a flashlight like a headband flashlight i got a compass in case of emergency i got a small shovel i got freaking um uh, emergency poncho liner i want to look for a tent around here like a tent shop or something or or, or a sports like a nature freaking plate whatever the hell it's called like a, basically like a bass pro and stuff like that yeah yeah um so those types of things is uh what i'm looking for to have for my uh uh safety that's one of the biggest things because you never know what situation you can be in and to have those tools and gear that will have you protected man from the elements in case you end up in a situation like that you know so yeah that's just that's just the way it is so um i'd say that's one of the biggest pieces of advice for you guys if you're going abroad is have like an emergency kit emergency plane ticket because if something goes haywire in the country even in the u.s you know you want to be able to leave at a moment's notice you don't want to be stuck because you only got 50 dollars in a bank account that's the problem today is a lot of people um most people in the u.s i think more they said more than like 45 or 50 percent of people um cannot even afford their utilities no longer hell most people can't even afford their rent in the u.s right now so I, I'd highly recommend you guys to, to definitely double down on leaving the U.S. That's my biggest piece of advice, especially if you got a pension. 
Um, I don't know why you're hanging out in the U.S. living off a pension, struggling. I just don't understand that. There's many countries that offer retirement visa options. Why are you stuck here? Why, why are you stuck in the U.S. just living off of rice and beans? Like, I don't understand it, man. I mean, if you are aware of this, please reach out to me because if you are struggling right now and you're really looking to get out and you have the passive income to do so and somewhat of the savings, then let me know. Hit me up and I'll be able to point you in the right direction. I already have more than enough clients who are on the path of financial freedom and also on the path of travel freedom. So don't hesitate, man. Hit me up today. But um, that's one of the biggest things I think as well you need when you go overseas. You got to have that emergency kit, emergency plan when it comes to tickets. Uh, make sure your passport is updated as well. That's another thing. Don't wait till your passport fills up or when your passport expires because then you're going to be fucked up. Some countries you'll just be fucked up. They won't let you in. So then you'll be stuck in that damn country with no passport. And that's a no mas, man. I've met guys in Mexico who what happened to them like that. The guys ain't got no money to pay for uh, their passport to get back to the U.S. And the, the fucking embassy themselves won't even pay for it because some embassies are cheap as fuck they won't pay anything they won't even hook help you out they'll be like either you pay or you're not getting a passport you're pretty much stuck here like that has happened to people so you need to be careful man when you're traveling and make sure your passport is up to date that's one thing i definitely made sure of that's why i got it in 2020 so my passport doesn't expire till 2030 so i got more than you know under 10 years with that thing so yeah man that's kind of how the way it goes with that I'd say another thing is as well, man, is leave most of your possessions behind. Um, Stop carrying materialistic things. Like literally, my bag was 100 pounds when I left the state of Alaska to go back to move to Mexico in 2020. And I realized how stupid that was at the time because I got rid of most of the stuff I didn't need anyway. My Japanese katana sword, a buddy of mine gifted me with. It was actual Japanese katana, like legit, custom made. And I got rid of it because I couldn't take it with me. Um, I got rid of my fishing pole. You know, I could have took it with me. I am a fisher. I like to fish. But I realized, man, it's just, I was like, all this shit, I don't need it. I could go get it at any other time. And that was a custom gift as well with the Shimano reel. I still am kicking my ass self in the ass to this day for selling or getting rid of that shit. I should have took it with me, even if it was a bunch of shit to carry. But I, I didn't know, you know. So um, I got rid of that. got rid of my, um, I had two options. Either keep my Windows 7 laptop, my compact uh, Windows 7 laptop, um, and it's been working strong for over 13 years, I think it's going to be this year. So I've had it for almost 13 years. Uh, not me, but the, the computer's been around almost 13 years. And it's been working fine, grand. You know, it's a good computer. Um, so I've, I've stuck this. So I either had this to keep or the uh, MacBook. And I said, fuck the MacBook. That thing's garbage. I don't need it. It was an older model anyway. Um, and I couldn't do a lot. What can I do on my Windows 7? So I was like, okay, I'm getting rid of it. So I just got rid of that computer also. I got rid of my iMac desktop. That was another one I had. I had an iMac desktop. It was really nice. I was going to fix the CD drive so I could update it to the newest Mac OS. But I just, again, it's all fucking garbage I don't need to take with me. So when you're going overseas, you need to understand you need to downsize, man. You got to get rid of shit you don't need. And a lot of that stuff I got rid of, even if it was sentimental, I got rid of it. I didn't didn't need it. It's materialistic items. But then when I got to Mexico, I had over 100 pounds of shit, which I had to pay for. It was more than $100 I had to pay an overbaggage fee. But in the end... I was able to get rid of more stuff. Um, I got rid of more stuff over the course of, I think, like six months. And I got my bag down to like 35 pounds. So I basically don't have anything in my bag anymore. I don't have a lot of stuff. I got a couple pairs of clothes, you know. I got uh, my military stuff, of course, you know, documentation, medals, uh, 
you know, uniforms, not dress uniforms, got rid of them a long time ago. I got rid of them more than two years ago. You know, I, where am I going to wear them in the world, man? With the world crashing and burning today, what the hell am I going to do with them? What, wear them around? No, I got rid of them. They were no, they mean of no use. Um, the only thing I kept was my utility. So all my camis that I got, I still got all my camis. The only thing I don't have is my combat boots, which I want to buy a pair of combat boots when I can, just for hiking and for survivability. You know, you never know when you're going to need them. So besides that, man, I ain't got a lot of stuff. So that's another tip for you guys is to travel. I got a backpack and a travel bag. That's it. People said, that's it. I said, yup, I ain't got, I have no other possessions. Zero. That's it. Watches. Yeah, of course I'm a watch fiend. And then my sunglass collection. That's it. That's all I got. I ain't got nothing else, man. And my phone. That's it. iPod. That, that's all I need, man. I don't need anything else because I realize, man, like having all those materials. I am broke. Can you really take that shit with you? I always ask myself that question. Like when I, when, if I pass on any day today, like or 10, 20 years from now, can I take this stuff with me? No. So that's what I realized. Like, I don't need this shit, you know? So it, it made my life so much easier because I save money for one, which is perfect. And, you know, and number two for me, man, it's like I, I look at things beyond items. That's why when people see me sometimes, you know, and I, I see some nice shit and I'm like, man, I want to buy that, man. And I just look at it and I'm like, dude, you're paying double or triple it cost them to make that shit in a factory. I said, I'm not paying that, you know? And then you're only looking at it as a flashy moment where you wear this and then you realize that person's going to see it for five seconds and they ain't going to give a shit ever again when they walk past you and keep going. And I was like, you know what? That's spot on, brother. That's spot on. So ever since then, I've just I've had this perspective on, you know, materialistic items. So, yeah, you know, I'll buy myself something once in a while. I don't have no problem with that, but it's just I realize I don't need all that stuff. You know, and I think that's the best way to live when you're living overseas or you're moving overseas. You need to get rid of all your stuff, cars included, cars, everything. I feel like you need to get rid of everything. You need to be bare bones when you go overseas because it'll make your life a lot easier and you'll be more focused in tune, not being at your house anyway, but rather going and enjoying the culture, the people, the food, you know, getting out more. I think that's a good thing, you know, rather than having all that junk you're bringing over, you know, your TV, all that shit, your furniture. Like, no, you don't need all that stuff. You can go bare bones and rebuild if need be, you know, and then you got more money in your pocket on top of that. So that kind of just works out in itself. But yeah, that's my thoughts on uh, traveling overseas. Those are some of the tips I got, man. Um, I'd say that's the biggest thing. Uh, another thing is, is have fun, man. Don't waste your time. Uh, that's one thing I noticed with a lot of people, man. Like when I was on the bay, this was uh, New Year's, I think, Eve. Yeah, this was, no, this wasn't New Year's Eve. This was actually a week ago, a week or two, a week and a half ago, I think. And what I did was, is uh, I decided to go. And uh, yeah, I just decided to go and uh, um, go to the bay, you know, with the individual. And we went to the bay or whatever. And I saw so many fucking people just taking selfies, like hundreds of fucking selfies. I'm like, you're wasting all that time taking those dumbass pictures and a phone that could break down at any time. Google Photos that could be wiped out at any time. And you're fixing on taking all those damn pictures when you could be spending time visualizing that. Because think about it, when I talk to people, I talk about some good stories, man, from the military, life, everything. And a person can visualize what you're telling them, you know? So you don't need to have photographic proof or, or photographic memory of the picture. 
in order to be in the moment. That's why I fucking hate cell phones because I realized it made it made us waste so much life and time on idiotic shit rather than chase our lives, our goals, our dreams. You know, focus on ourselves, our families, our significant other if that's your thing, which is not mine, but you know, things like that. So that's just the way it is, man, is that I think, you know, people waste a lot of time through technology. So I think that's another thing as well as I'd say, man, is definitely go and put down your phone, man. Go and go go outside, you know, go freaking grab a bite to eat, go travel somewhere, go do something, man. Life is too, in these times, life is too short, man. You know, it's just, you need to definitely enjoy life to the fullest. And and that's another thing, treat yourself, man. You got to treat yourself too. Well, I haven't treated myself in over six months. I meant to say that, you know, and I treated myself recently. Um, So, yeah, man, that's a big thing. You got to treat yourself once in a while, brother. You know? So, those are just some of my quick thoughts, you know, going into 2023. Um, If you decide to travel overseas. Um, Another thing is is don't have that superiority complex as well. That will land you in a lot of trouble. Um, Just because you end up getting in a fight, right? You're in another country. You need to understand that, too. Just because you're American, bro, nobody fucking cares. Just because you're Canadian, nobody cares. That shit, that law, that that privilege does not fly like it does in our home countries, man. You need to understand that you're in another person's country. You need to understand this. The laws and regulations are different. That's one big thing I want to stress on people. That's why I'm aware of the law here. So I know exactly what to watch out for, you know? Uh, So that's a big thing, man. You, you, You can't just go and think, oh, I'm a fucking American. I'm hot shit. Yeah, you're gonna hot shit your ass like those dudes in Mexico who are locked the fuck up and they're American. And they're one of the most fucking, they're in one of the most fucking crappiest ass prisons you could be in in the world. They are all packed like sardines in one fucking cell. You know, that that that's the type of shit. And one of the guys was a combat vet. He was a Marine Corps veteran. I don't know he was convicted for it. He didn't say, but nobody gives a fuck. That's the thing. No one cared. Them people just rot in jail. They ain't got no attorney. No, not, that's what happens when you end up locked up in fucking overseas in other countries. Even the U.S. sometimes that happens. You'll get locked up, man. And no one will believe anything you're saying. And you'll, you could be falsely accused of being in fucking prison. It's the same thing, man. So you need to understand that. Just understand. Maybe in your home country, you'll be good to go with some of the laws. But you need to understand overseas. You need to know the law because no one's going to be here to save you. Unless you have family. Like, you know, some one of the guys got lucky in uh, Madagascar. He was, uh, I think, a Frenchman. And uh, he had he had owned a bar there, so you know he made pretty good money. And I guess he got in a bar fight with a taxi, or he got in a fight with a taxi driver. I guess they both like fought, and obviously got injured, of course, right? Beat over the head. But the guy ended up getting locked up too, man. Uh, the the freaking Frenchman. And what happened was was that the guy ended up getting bailed out because he had family on the outside, right? He was running a business, so he got bailed out, and you know that was it for the charges. You know, he basically walked off scot free because he had money. Because money talks, but if you have nobody on the outside to bail you out with the money you have, how can you get out of the prison? So most of people sit in the prisons for ten to thirteen years or more. That's in in the most inhumane conditions, especially in Madagascar. I thought Mexican prisons were bad because I've seen them. I've seen them in Cancun, how the Mexican prisons look. There ain't no game out there. You get locked up in them, you're you're fucked. That's just the way it is. So um, that that's the that's the way it is, man. So you need to understand that going overseas as well is to follow the laws and regulations. Don't think that you run hot shit, bro. They will make an example out of your ass in these other countries. You need to know that. Like they would love to make an example out of foreigners, man. 
just a fucking, you know, uh, step down on us, man. You need to understand that. So you need to be on your best behavior when you're overseas. I don't know how every country, every country is different, by the way. Don't think that every country is like this because it's not. But there's some countries that you have to be careful in than others. So just remember that, man. Because I notice a lot of foreigners come here and they think they're, you know, there's a difference between having high confidence in yourself. You know, you think you're the shit versus you think you're better than the people around you, like in your, uh, in the, in the culture of the people. That's some ignorant ass shit right there, you know, because then you're looking down on the people and that I don't, I don't, I don't uh, sign that type of stuff. You know, I don't think that type of stuff is right. So. Yeah, and there's a lot of foreigners that are like that here, and I don't like them. That's why usually when I see them, I don't even say anything to them. Um, just because I, I can tell the demeanor they have here, you know? They think oh, they think they're higher because they're foreign. That's fucking stupid. You know, it's just stupid thinking. And, yeah, man, that's kind of how it is, man. But, um, yeah, uh, that's about it. I mean, I ain't going to be the dead horse. Um, that's kind of my thoughts on this podcast. I guess a short one for you guys, just to talk about a couple different things. Um, I'm still here, uh, obviously, um, in the Philippines. And I'm going to go and uh, decide to leave maybe in February to go to Mexico. We'll see what happens. Um, I do need to get my alien registration card here, which means I can leave and come as I go. That card makes life so much easier. Um, I can extend months on there, so as long as that card's valid, I can leave and come back with it, and I don't have to get a stamp again, which is great. Um, besides that, um, hopefully you guys enjoy this podcast. Coming at you guys from Makati. If you can't stay locked in, stay there. Peace out, guys. Shouts out to you again if you're looking to get consultations. Um, K as in kangaroo, C as in charlie, dot peer, P-I-E-R, at juma.com. Um, obviously, you can email me anytime, and uh, talk to you soon. Take care of yourselves out there. And uh, peace out.